Hello, and welcome to the Infinite Love Podcast. This is a place where we share how love can transform negative emotions and pain into strength. We talk about all things related to love, positivity, and kindness. And I am your host, Corinne Kamara. Welcome to episode seven, From Health Crisis to Heartfulness. Today, we're talking to Dr. Gupta, who is a board-certified family medicine physician with advanced certification in functional medicine. He has gone through a lot of health struggles, and through these health struggles has learned that hope is a powerful emotion. Functional medicine has given him hope to get his life back, and that similar hope he now shares with people struggling with Hashimoto's to end their struggles and live their life to the fullest. Today, we're going to share how he has gone through his own health struggles and what he does to overcome them and what he shares with his clients. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, welcome to the Infinite Love Show, Dr. Gupta. I'm so glad to have you. Yeah, same here. You know, glad to be on the show. I'm glad that, you know, that I was you know, being able to come on the show and um, talk to you guys. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your love lesson. So the love lesson is essentially something that happened in your life that brought you to your knees, that made you transform. And in that transformation, you decided to share that with others. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I had many of those, you know, <laughs> sessions or, you know, situations in my life, but one which kind of transformed my life was, uh, so by background, I'm a family medicine physician, right? So I started working in a very busy family practice, you know, um, job. And then uh, just into the job, maybe like in a year or two, I started having some health issues. So my health issues were like, you know, I was having this kind of stomach pain, um, which I was not able to get rid of. You know, the pain was getting worse and worse. I started gaining weight along with it. You know, like I was being more tired and more fatigued. And then I was having a little bit of like brain fog issues. Like I just felt my mental capacity was not to the point it was before. But the major issue was a stomach pain. That was horrible. You know, like uh, I was trying to treat myself with medications. Being the physician, I thought, you know, I'm smart enough to treat myself. So I was giving medications, but it was not getting better. Sometimes the pain was so bad that I was just double over to the point that I was thinking that I was need to go to the emergency room. But I thought, okay, well, emergency room cannot do anything except for giving pain medications. So I thought I will like reach out to other specialists because they are more smarter than me. So I kind of reaching out to different specialists, one out of the other. I kind of saw different and several of them. They did all the investigations on this earth that you can think about, you know, CAT scans, endoscopies, you know, um, ultrasounds, everything. And they, they kept on putting more and more medications, but even then the pain was not getting better. Nobody had an idea of what was going on with me. So at the time, you know, I was just only 32 and I was very, very scared. I was like, what is going on with me? You know, I'm just 32 and I have this horrendous pain. Nobody knows what to do with it. And I might have to live this way whole of my life. I, I was kind of very scared. I was very, very hopeless. You know, just being a physician, you know, like you just feel so powerless that, you know, there is nothing much out there that else you can do. But what happened in my life at the time was that, you know, I like I started looking for options. So I, st I came to know about this functional medicine, 
which is kind of a different way of looking at you know people's diseases and treatment plans and i start education in that and then i came to know there is a total different way you know kind of you can approach you know by treating diseases and they share a lot of the people who are training us shared similar stories which were like exactly like me and at the time i just got hope i said wow this looks like you know somebody has heard like you know people like me so i started implementing you know uh, all the treatment plans from functional medicine and within one month you know my pain was gone wow yeah and then in six months you know i was off all the medications um and then i lost 40 pounds during that time and um, my pain has not returned back since that time Wow, that's amazing. So what did they what was some of the protocols that the functional medicine um provided for you? Yeah, so functional medicine is kind of a lot of them is based about like different lifestyle changes. So one mm-hmm. of the changes that implemented was food. So I changed the way I was eating. You know, I removed a lot of foods which causes inflammation in your gut, which is like, you know, I became gluten-free, I cut back on my sugar, you know i started introducing more vegetables you know i started doing some more smoothies in my diet so that was a very very big shift and the second bigger shift was actually stress management so i started doing a meditation practice at the time uh before that you know like you know we being a physician we think oh you know we can handle stress you know we have gone to residencies we have seen all the tough times so this is a piece of cake but we don't realize that you know like everybody needs you know like some or the other way of de-stressing and meditation was you know like wonderful for me so i got introduced to it you know by a group and i started implementing it daily in my life and that was again a life changer um and then obviously i introduced some supplements along with it you know like uh, uh, some supplements that helps with gut healing like l glutamine was there you know like there was some aloe vera was there you know like um there's something called dgl uh, which was also introduced so i think it was a combination of all those things you know changing my diet you know working on stress management and supplements all of those together kind of made a huge shift in my life and i was able to achieve all those health goals that's amazing and you still are living that lifestyle right that is correct yeah so uh, the good news is that it's been 5 years and you know i'm still symptom free no pain and i'm still like those 40 pounds that i lost i'm still able to keep them off so that was a very big win because a lot of people will gain weight or like sorry lose weight and then they will gain it back again for me you know like i'm able to keep those 40 pounds off that's amazing so how are you so so you switched your practice so you became you went to functional medicine as a profession correct that is correct so that was my transformation you know like when i saw the power of what functional medicine can do in my life i was just blown away with it and i was like okay i need to share this with all the other folks you know who are miserable like me or have who have lost hope you know you know i need to share with them so that's where i started transitioning into being a functional medicine provider so that i can help people out uh, in a more holistic fashion and in a more complete way How long have you been a functional medicine doctor? Uh 3 years now. Nice. So do you work mostly online? Yeah, so initially I started working uh with a, a Cleveland clinic. Uh so Cleveland Clinic is an only academic institute in the world which has center of functional medicine. So I started working over there, you know like um I worked alongside Dr. Mark Hyman 
we all kind of think about that you know he's kind of the father of functional medicine um, yeah. because you know um, he's very well known and he has taught all of us so i was able to work with him so that was awesome and then after that you know i started doing my online practice and that's what i do to help mm-hmm. people out in like you know because i want to reach more people uh, and being a physical practice you are limited in who you can see right. uh, with the virtual practice you know i can literally see people from all over the world that's amazing. So do you have a specialty within functional medicine that you specialize with? Yeah. So um, again, like a, that was an interesting story, you know, like with me, how, my, how I found my specialty was I was working at the Cleveland Clinic and I started different, seeing different kinds of patients. So I kind of started seeing a trend in Hashimoto's patients. You know, Hashimoto's ah. is an autoimmune disorder of thyroid mm-hmm. gland. And I started seeing that they had very, very similar issues that I had. You know, like they were all like uh, having issues with weight problems. They had brain fog issues. They were fatigued or tired. And mm-hmm. the worst of all, they all had lost hope. Mm-hmm. You know, they have been to several providers and all of those providers have told them that probably they will have to live this way the rest of their life because there is nothing out there they can do to help them out. They were all taking medications, but they were not working for them. So that, you know, like that's where they came in, say, just kind of, at the end of their rope saying that, you know, we are hopeless. We're just coming over here to see if you have anything to offer. And luckily for me, I started researching about Hashimoto's and I started doubling a protocol. And through that protocol, I was able to help thousands of Hashimoto's patients to get their life back. And they stay, what, do people have to stay on the lifestyle changes for it to, for them to be symptom free? So obviously when we start off with the protocol, the, it's a little bit more intense that, you know, we ask people to kind of do more things, you know, a little bit more restrictive diet and be more strict about following the diet. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like after a while, once their body is, is healing or healed up and they're in a better shape, then I always say to them, you know, like here and there you can cheat. That's fine. You know, you don't have to kind of follow this protocol all the time, but you obviously cannot go back to the life, you know, where you were just kind of not you know, following the diet or not doing anything at all. So we cannot do that, but you can cheat here and there. And definitely you can be a little bit more uh, relaxed, you know, in terms of food and lifestyle changes. Mm -hmm. Wow. And so what has been, so besides your, your client base, what else have you found within the population of women that you work with? Because you mostly work with women, right? That is correct. Yeah. Hashimoto's or thyroid disorders affect majority of the time, the middle-aged women uh, between like 30 to 65, you know, is the, is the age range that I mostly see. Okay. So is there like a common emotional theme besides hopelessness that you find with your clients that you're help that you're able to help them transform? Yeah. So a lot of times, you know, like they, they do have a lot of times self-worth issues. You know, that's mm. what I see a lot of times with Hashimoto's okay. patients. Um, just because, you know, like they were all females in their, like, you know, in their early ages and, you know, they were like all, um, um, having good bodies and, you know, like they, you know, according to them, you know, like they were able to fit in their clothes and, you know, their weight was appropriate. And now suddenly now they have started gaining weight. They were not able to fit into the clothes that they were used to before. So they started having self-worth issues that, you know, they are not as good enough as they were before. You know, um, so a lot of females will come to me saying that, you know, like Dr. Gupta, you know, I'm just feeling so, you know, like worthless that I'm not able to lose this weight and I'm not a good mom because I cannot be an example for my daughter or for my son. So 
you know being a parent that was like a big statement i was like you know you don't have to be you know questioning yourself just because you're not able to lose weight or just not able to function well doesn't mean that you know um you are worthless or you cannot you know help your child out right right well wow, that's amazing that you can help women transform in that way because that's such a powerful that's so powerful not feeling not feeling worth not feeling worthy and then being able to transform into feeling like you're back in your body that you can live the life that you want to live that's a really powerful transformation yeah yeah let me share an example with you like you know um, this female you know like it was like a 35 year old female who came to see me um, in the clinic and then um, you know um, she had thyroid disorders you know hashimotos and then um, after uh, after having a second child she gained 30 pounds um so she and she was trying she tried all different kinds of diet like you know weight watchers or like low calorie diet but she was just not able to get that off she will lose 3 or 4 pounds but then she will gain it all back mm-hmm. so like again when she, when she saw me for the first time she says dr gupta you know i just feel so bad you know like you know um, i'm not able to fit into my clothes that i was able to before you know i don't know what to do with this weight you know i think this is causing me depression and i just feel that you know i am not a good mom to my children and i don't feel that i'm worthy to raise my two kids you know uh, so that was a big a big shocker for me and first of all like you know i just like listen to her story you know what all she was going through and she had so much emotional trauma around you know this weight issues and you know uh, hashimotos and thyroid disorders and the worst was that nobody was able to help her out so she has lost all the hope and she was like you know i don't know what else to do and this is affect causing me severe depression now mm-hmm. so what we did was that you know i sat with her like listened to her story kind of you know, reassured her that you know we can certainly help her out uh, we did a comprehensive assessment for her and in the end you know like i figured out that whatever she has tried all the different kinds of diet were basically based on calories like they were all fixed on cutting back on calories but nobody mm. spoke about quality of food um mm. so that's what you figured out i said you know like you it's not about calories about weight loss you know it is all about quality of food so that's what we need to focus on so we made a plan you know that that worked with her that she was able to implement you know and then she, that was focused mainly on quality of food within 6 weeks you know like um, she lost 10 pounds and then she just emailed me you know like a couple of weeks ago and then she said dr gupta look at my picture this is the dress you know like i was able to wear you know you know um when i was like before my first child and i'm able to get into this dress i'm i have lost 30 pounds and i'm feeling so great my energy is back i just feel that you know my life has returned back and my confidence is back and my depression is gone That's amazing. That's a great story. Yeah. So when you say quality of food, are you talking about like was she eating like processed foods and you switched it to a whole food diet kind of thing? That is correct. Yes. So you know like being, you know, being a single mom with two kids, you know like she would just literally like make food for her kids and then whatever was left behind she would just eat it. So that mm. was her life. So then you know like we had to trans have a little bit of changes. I said you know like you have to kind of cook for yourself too you know like i understand it can be challenging so we made it easier for her we like you know we introduced like for breakfast i introduced smoothies for her like green smoothies i said you know like it's an easy recipe just apply this you know like you know couple of powders and couple of things and within 5 minutes you are ready 
So that was a way. And then again, like introducing salads and other things. And then, so again, she said that, you know, like in the morning, I was just eating like waffles all the time. And now I'm mm. actually doing bean smoothies. So small changes, you know, like small changes that she did, like, and then she got so many good results. Yeah, that's, that's huge. Like eating, eating waffles in the morning is rough. Like having that, that carbs and the gluten just slows down the whole digestive system. I find at least for myself too, like, and it's interesting whenever I've eaten gluten or those kinds of things in the morning, I'm more hungry the rest of the day and I just end up eating more. It's an interesting phenomenon. It is. And that's what I talk to all my patients that, you know, like if you start your morning in the right direction, that sets the stage and you will not crave carbs, you will not crave sugars and you'll feel so much better. And that's what, you know, like we start the morning with, you know, kind of veggies and kind of foods, which stays longer in your system and less of a sugar. So that again, you know, like, you know, you don't feel, you know, you don't feel groggy during the day, you know, you have more energy, you have more mental clarity. So just the breakfast is so much important that definitely you need to stay away from sugar in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. The carbohydrate type of sugar. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, I am so curious about um, the, inf I'm about to ask you the infinite love questions, which I'm always interested to learn about different, um, how people perceive love in their own way. So the first mm -hmm. question is, how do you use love in your work? So the way I perceive love is by listening, you know, like mm. uh, being a physician, you know, like what I realized was that, you know, in our practice, we barely listen to our clients or our patients, you know, like yeah. there was a research study done and it was like, I think within like five seconds of the patient started speaking, you know, the doctor already interrupted that patient, you know, like, you know, with a question or with something, just mm. barely like, you know, a few seconds. So that's what I realized that, you know, it's not about just kind of giving a treatment or giving a medicine to our patients. It's about listening to them because a lot of times you'll find so many clues, you know, when we listen to our patients into what is going on in their life, they're coming to see us because they trust us. You know, they want us to help them out. But if you're not there to listen to their story or listen to what is going on with them, we miss out that opportunity. You know, we miss out the trust that they have in the healthcare system and we miss out on the right way of helping them. So that's what I perceive love, you know, like in my work is that basically I let my clients just talk and I just listen to their story and listen to what is going on with them. And I think they can feel, you know, that love and they can feel, you know, that I'm there for them. Yeah, that's beautiful. So how do you feel that your work is used to uplift humanity? So uh, as I said, functional medicine, you know, like is kind of a holistic medicine. We are not focused on just kind of treating people with medications or just one modalities. We have such a holistic approach and this is what is basically needed to uplift the humanity right now. There is not one right answer to a problem, right? We all have different opinions. We just all have to be together to uplift the humanity. And this is what functional medicine is. It's just basically takes all the good stuff which is present in different modalities of treatment and bring it all together and kind of give it to a patient. So with my work, you know, with these Hashimoto's patients and thyroid patients who are suffering miserably, you know, with brain fog, with fatigue, with weight issues, with hair loss issues, you know, if I can give them a pathway where which they can kind of implement in their life and live a quality of life which they never thought that they could, 
you know, I think that contributes a lot to each and every person, you know, that I'm going to touch. And hopefully that is a way that I can uplift this humanity. Oh, yes, it absolutely is. Okay. So what does it mean for you to be a positive force of goodness in the world? So what for, for me, like, you know, being a positive force is that uh, of goodness is that we all have a little bit of, you know, goodness in all of us, you know, and with the current situation in the world, you know, which there is so much negative attitudes and negative things going around, we all need to contribute. And if we all contribute just a teeny tiny bit of goodness in this world, it just takes, you know, a, a, a big picture and kind of kind of influence people all over the world to take that positive step. So for me that, you know, each and every day when I wake up, I just think about, okay, well, what good I'm going to do today so that, you know, like, you know, I, at the end of the day, I'm satisfied or I'm happy that I was, I was able to contribute, you know, positively in this world. So I think each one of us, you know, if, if the, when we wake up in the morning and if we just think, okay, well, one thing that positive that we can do today, I think that will make a huge difference in this whole world. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. So what do you love most about your life right now? Well, the thing I would love most about my life, you know, um, is my family, you know, obviously, <laughs> and, my, and my patients. <laughs> um, so I have a loving wife and two small kids. Uh, one is a three-year-old and another one is five. And um, so they are absolute loving age. Um, they're very nice kids. So we have a very nice time as a family. Um, so that's what I enjoy most. I travel, I, we love to travel a lot. And then we try to travel to places, you know, where we can learn and be in nature. So I think being with the family and then able to travel uh, with these places in nature kind of is, is the best thing that I, you know, I love most about my life. Oh, that's great. And how do you feel that you receive love? I receive love when I see a transformation in my, in my clients. Uh, so whenever a client comes, you know, who, or who is feeling miserable, you know, who have so many health issues, who have never felt, you know, um, good, or they have lost complete hope that they can become better. And when I'm able to transform their life, and when they come back and I can see on their face the change. And then when they write those loving letters and kind of, you know, saying that, you know, Dr. Gupta, you know, I'm so thankful that, you know, you made this change in our life and we cannot just thank you enough that, you know, without you, we don't know how long we could have survived. Mm -hmm. So yeah. those transformation just kind of, you know, um, is so powerful for me, keeps me going each and every day. And I, I can just feel their love, you know, towards me during the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's why we do the work that we do, right? It's to help people transform. It's, it's an amazing Absolutely. gift. Yeah, for sure. Nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. When do you feel the most love? To be very frank, I feel the most love when I'm doing meditation. Ah, that's beautiful. Just feeling that yeah. connection. Exactly. Yes. You know, so like I have a, a you know, a, a practice of meditation that I do every day and each and every day during meditation, you know, like I just feel a wave of love that passes through me. Um, it's not any about any particular person, you know, um, who is giving love. 
it just feels the whole universe at the time you know is kind of responding back to me because i'm trying to give love out to the universe you know when i'm starting a meditation so it all comes back to me and just kind of gets me overwhelmed you know like you know i just feel that love inside my heart so each and every day i just feel you know like so great after my meditation and that's where i'm filled most with love uh oh, i love that do you have a particular meditation practice yeah so the meditation practice that i do is basically heart based a uh, lot oh. of the meditation practices you know are mind based or mindfulness this is uh-huh. what this is a meditation practice which is called heartfulness um, okay so where you very concentrate on your heart and um, what you feel is that you know there is a light which is coming in your heart mm-hmm. um so that way you know you can just kind of feel that you know like uh, there is a there is a, a light which is coming into your heart and that way you are feeling the love you are receiving energy and you are giving that positive thoughts out in this universe um so that's that's a very very nice connection that i feel with you know with the world around me during the time because yeah. it's so much heart based so it's like you know so much love you know like mm-hmm. you give out love and you receive love so that's so amazing yeah that's a beautiful practice so it really essentially is like filling up your heart with love energy and then focusing on that as opposed to quieting the mind that is correct yes so you know um traditionally you know i also started with you know quieting my mind and that was great you know like it is a, an amazing practice but when i transformed the practice or went into a more heart centered practice now this is more satisfying and this fills me with more energy and more love you know and then the quieting of the mind actually follows along with it right. because you are so much focused on the love and the energy that you're already focused on the heart so your mind is already quieted down so mm-hmm. i feel that i'm getting two benefits you know in this practice you know i'm getting love as well as my yeah. mind is also quiet but in yeah. the other one it was i was just getting one benefit which was the quieting of the mind absolutely i meditate similar to you too where i focus on the heart and it, you're right it's interesting the mind doesn't know what to do when the heart is full it's like it has nowhere to go so it's much easier mm-hmm. to quiet the mind than trying to do the opposite like i find it nearly impossible to try to quiet my mind and then go into my heart it just doesn't work like that i i just have too much of a monkey mind but going into the energy i'm able to then sink in and my mind can soften so yeah that's awesome i didn't i mean so did you actually learn that or you just moved to that on your own no i learned it you know like okay. so um when you know kind of a shared experience with you with my life transformation so i was looking for different kind of meditation practices you know like i did mindfulness first and then i was doing something else and then i came you know like across somebody who was doing this thoughtfulness and he just said you know like it's pretty easy you know like you know you instead of focusing on your mind you just focus on your heart and just imagine that your heart is filled with you know all this energy and love and see how that works and i was like okay that sounds pretty easy let me try it <laughs> and then i tried it and you know actually it was amazing it was much more easier to actually do it because as you said Absolutely. you know with your monkey mind you know your mind is just you know like running here and there uh with this you know like you don't have to work so hard to quiet your mind because you don't have to you know because mm-hmm. you focus so much on your heart and you're receiving or you're feeling all that energy and love that your mind automatically quiets things down so then that way you know like you don't have to worry about it yeah and i mean i also think it's a good pe- a good practice for people that have a prayer practice you know like i do that heart meditation and then i go into like prayer because for me it feels 
like when I'm filled with love, it's easier to, add, to have that gratefulness and be like, hey, talking to God or talking to spirit or whoever, you know, whoever your belief is. So yeah, that's yeah. A, it's a nice practice for sure. Well, thank you for sharing yeah. that. I think that's a really useful tip for listeners out there that want to get into meditation and, and are having a hard time. I usually say go into yeah. the heart. And if you can't go into the heart, go into the body, like figure out a way to make it more somatic experience. Absolutely. And, you know, like it has so many benefits, you know, like it's, you know, obviously there is a psychological and a spiritual benefit to it, right? You know, where mm -hmm. you feel the love, where you, you know, um, just, you know, feel the energy, but it has so many medical benefits to it. You know, all of my like thyroid patients that I see, I all recommend them this meditation practice and they initially everybody kind of gets scared. No, 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 we cannot do that. But, you know, slowly and slowly I transform, you know, like uh, their uh, life mm -hmm. and now each and of them, you know, is doing some kind of meditation, whether it's for a minute or two each and every day. And they feel it's like, you know, there's so much helpful, you know, like it helps with their fatigue, you know, it helps with their energy, you know, it helps with a lot of symptoms, you know, like it improves their brain functioning and it helps with something called adrenal fatigue. So, Absolutely. you know, like all of, you know, all of those health benefits, you know, which are there with the meditation practice, especially for thyroid patients, it's a very, very important key. And, you know, like always say, you know, the one thing which I'm going to give you for free is, you know, this meditation practice So take it and use it. And this is the only thing which is going to help you the most. So make sure, you know, like don't feel that this is free. So it is not going to work. It is going to work the best. Ah, oh, awesome. And lastly, where do, where do you feel that love has created a miracle in your life? So for me, you know, the miracle um, was again, my, my health transformation. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, at the time, you know, I was hopeless, you know, like I was without hope, you know, I had nowhere to go. And then when I started doing this meditation practice, you know, like I started like, you know, accepting, you know, whatever was going around at one point, you know, like, I was even at this point, okay, well, you know, if this is the way, you know, you know, like my life is going to be, then be it. And then suddenly, I don't know, you know, like, I don't know what changed, but then after that acceptance was there in my life, then my health issues started, you know, going away. So I just feel that, you know, yeah, I just feel that, you know, that that played a huge role. You know, when I, once I started doing the meditation practice and I accepted, you know, that love for myself. Because I never, you know, like most of us, you know, like don't even think about my, you know, like ourselves. We still, that is so selfish, right? You know, our world today, just if you love yourself, that you're selfish. But somewhere, you know, like I just feel that if we cannot love ourselves, how are we going to love others around us? Mm -hmm. You know, like, so we need to start with that practice. So that's where, you know, like at that time, when I started loving myself, I accepted, you know, what, what was the situation. And then suddenly my health transformed and I, I never looked back. So that's beautiful and a really powerful thing to say is like you surrendered, you fully surrendered to your circumstance, you fully accepted yourself, you fully loved yourself, all of you, and then you were able to transform from that place of fullness and love and appreciation. And that's a really powerful, and that is a miracle for you to have gone through that because I feel like a lot of people miss that aspect of healing of, of surrendering and acceptance and self-love and that's such an important key to healing absolutely wonderful this was so great like i feel like you're like we had our initial conversation and this last bit of the podcast is something new because we didn't talk about that and i'm just like oh my god 
you're so more, you're more amazing than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. And that's, you know, that's, that's, that's the beauty about love and energy is that, you know, like mm -hmm. when you have similar energy and then, you know, when you're trying to give out love, you know, like it reciprocates and you, you right. get it back. Um, so yeah. it's not about medications. It's not about like, you know, how smart you are. It's mm -hmm. about, you know, like what your intentions are, like, you know, and right. what kind of energy surrounds you. And then people can feel it. You know, you don't have to be in the same room for the other person to feel it. You know, you right. can just definitely feel it across, you know, the borders now. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the Infinite Love Show. You're so heartfelt and so full of love. You're absolutely perfect to speak to today about the subject of transformation and using your heart energy to really transform your health as well as seeking professionals. Like how can people find you that are going through Hashimoto's or any other autoimmune disorder? Yeah, so I have a, a very vigorous website, which is called anshulguptamd.com. Um, and people can find me over there. Um, I write, you know, uh, blog articles on that website so that people can, you know, subscribe to our newsletters so they will get new updates about it. And again, like a lot of research-based articles are right, you know, so that, you know, people can use lifestyle changes uh, to improve their thyroid or Hashimoto's disorders. Um, so, you know, just go to my website and you'll be able to find me over there. Okay, great. Thank you so much for being on the show. It was a pleasure. I so appreciate your story and what you do and the work that you're doing in the world and all the women and men that you're helping with their lifestyle and changes and everything that you do. I appreciate it so much. My pleasure. You know, that's my, my goal is to kind of reach, you know, at least a million people around this world okay. uh, so that I can transform their life. Uh, especially thyroid females or thyroid some actually males also um, so that's what my goal is to reach as many people educate them and help them through this transformation journey okay well i hope this podcast helps a few more people that add to your million <laughs> <laughs> absolutely okay well have a great day thank you so much bye yeah thank you so much for having me on the show you know you know it was really nice chatting with you yeah, it was a pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and tune in on Tuesdays for new episodes. For more information about me, please follow me on Instagram at Corinne J. Camara and my website, CorinneCamara.com. Sending you lots of infinite love.